the Our Secret Spot podcast. You'll look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hi guys. Hello everyone. Haha, <laughs> got in before you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Our Secret. Welcome back to Our <laughs> Secret Spot, the podcast. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Jess. Wow, I really threw you off by saying it first. Well, I know, I? I'm doing things backwards, forwards and whatever. <laughs> Uh, we are the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney, Australia. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. We are doing our guest episode today. Yes, and for the first time ever, we're doing a, a different style episode where we've actually zoomed in with a friend to do um, a little bit more of a deeper chat into relationships. Yeah, so this is more about... Um, it's about swinging and we talk discuss swinging but more as it pertains to like the highs and lows and ways to deal with uh, the emotional stuff that happens with swinging so it's a little deeper than most it's not as <laughs> not as fluffy but we still have fun along the way we do so uh joining us today is a is jackson godding he's a clinical counselor and psychotherapist um so he mostly works on relationship stuff and counseling yeah. Uh, you can find him on Fine Reason Therapy at on Instagram, and he hosts a podcast as well called Reason with Me. So we're go- we've recorded it uh, together, and we're just going to play that for you now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Welcome, guys. It's so good that we could do this and join together. I've got Lawrence and Jess, and I'm obviously Jackson. Hello. Thanks for coming. Hey. I'm Lawrence. Uh, okay, I'm Jess. Hi. <laughs> we just need to be clear. <laughs> that might not be that obvious for people, so, you know, it's important. I, think I could rock a Lawrence name. We could do that. Yeah. yeah. Could do it. L. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we used to do it in the beginning. We used to be, uh, oh. we, used, we used our first letters of our name uh, as our names, L and J, but because mm. L is more suited to a, girl. a female, I was it L. was E-double-L-E for Jess and, and I was J. J-A-Y. Which you still use J or sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was that to like... So we confused I was people. wondering, <laughs> I was wondering if Lawrence and Jess are like your aliases, you know? So no, the L and J was kind of like... <laughs> I think it was just because we started it so young. It was just more just as our alias names temporarily. Yeah, we we originally suppressed our identities, um, (laughs) faces and names, obviously. Uh, And then I think we just, it was probably about a year or so in, and we just said, you know what? It's easier to come out. Yeah, we want to, the idea was to destigmatize this a little bit more. And we can't do that if we we ourselves are hiding our faces. Love it. And that's so good. And I think that's awesome. You, this is a first for me. I haven't had two people <laughs> on the podcast. Does that make any sense? Yeah, two yeah. two people besides me. Come on, yeah. yeah. So this is this is like cool. A couple at once. Two guests. Two guests. Yeah, two guests. One host <laughs> for my podcast. <laughs> well, sure. um, but yeah, this is cool. I'm really excited. So, in if, do you mind sort of talking to me about? who the hell are you and what do you do now that they're now it's all out in the open. There's no aliases anymore. Mm -hmm. Hit me. Yeah. Go for it. Well, uh, origin story. Origin story. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. What's origin? As I mentioned, I am Lawrence. Uh, I'm a 35, 35 year old, 35 year old, 35 year old, 
We ha- we've just had our coffees now, so we're get- waking up. Yeah, 35-year-old <laughs> cisgendered white male, so I am the enemy to some people. Mm. <laughs> sure. Um, I have been in the open lifestyle, swinging lifestyle, I think for almost 10 years now, I think, roughly, thereabouts. It started uh, with a previous uh, partner. Uh, it was just through conversation one day that we thought, like, let's involve other people into the bedroom. And it eventually just went down this path of let's actually do it. Because um, there were conversations throughout the, our relationship. We almost had a um, a tenure relationship. So we, there was even talk about mm-hmm. it even very early on when we were super young. Uh, and then one day we did it. Uh, we went to a erotic massage. We had a... a essentially a, a threesome massage and then for her she got really keen and we looked up uh, she looked up a, a few clubs around Sydney uh, and we went there and it was uh, how do I say hot and fast really quick <laughs> that. very primal yeah um, met a lot of people Escalating. Yeah, yeah a lot of people a lot of parties uh, and then that relationship ended and I met Jess after that, and we had a relationship for for almost eight years. Eight years. Yep. And then we opened. Wow. The cl- yeah, we, Jess and I opened the. I'm, opened I'm the cutting club. into her story a little bit too, That's but okay. like we opened the club together about into our first year of the relationship. So the yeah. club's been going for seven years. Yeah, just on, it'll be our seventh birthday no, next. It's our eighth this this year. Uh, yes, it is eighth. Holy yeah, yeah it's our eighth, eighth year. COVID has screwed my brain up. Yeah, yeah, everything no. is just like molded into one year. The last two years, um, it's terrible. Warped. Yeah, um, but yeah, Lawrence was actually the one that introduced me into the lifestyle. So he discussed with me what swinging was on our first date. Yeah, um, and then how did he describe it? Lawrence is really good at <laughs> describing um, the benefits that you get from this relationship, um, and also the way that it can increase. Um, a connection between the two of you. And that was something I was seeking as a young person. So I really wanted to feel connected with people, with my partner. Um, um, And then so basically on the first date, he'd explain that to me. I took some time to have a think about it. Then we had another couple dates in between that. Um, And then I think maybe it was like three months afterwards we started officially dating. Uh, Six. Six? Six months. Um, And then, yeah, so then once we started dating, um, we did like just focus on each other for a little bit. And then a year into our relationship, we decided to open the club and also start swinging together. Oh, wild. Two whammies at one. (laughs) (laughs) We never did anything in halves and we still don't do anything in halves. No, all in. That sounds so good. So the club, it is eight. Confirming eight eight this years, year. eight years in March, which eight. is coming up in two weeks. Yes, at the time of this oh. recording. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true, very important. And ah, oh, it's it's so cool, and I love the way that you describe that. I think that the connection, it's it's the opportunity for connection. I guess there's a lot of people that wouldn't have a single bit of information about what swinging is and what what the benefit of it. And I guess there's a lot of misconceptions about the whole ordeal. But I guess the way that yeah, it's about intimacy and bringing more life into each other's lives and having that connection, having that beautiful ability to be able to connect. I think most people have an inclination of what swinging is, but most yeah. people, as you said, is their inclinations are all based on misconceptions. Misconceptions, right? misconceptions yeah, sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you know, when we talk to just regular people, right, they go, we're swingers, and they've 
already got an idea in their head. Yeah. It's not like they've yeah, never yeah. heard of it. <laughs> like they, they go, yes, it's true. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, no, you're, no. you're like, you no. hang around in, in, in silky robes and put keys in a bowl <laughs> and swap wires. There are silky then, robes, though. Look, silky yeah, robes. Yeah. Silky robes exist. Like, let's it's not, just let's not, not discount silky robes, but like <laughs> we're all sitting around in silky robes, like you know, <laughs> fondling ourselves and just like, yes, I'm going to take, I'm I'm going to be with Bob wife's tonight, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Bob, did you get a choice there? <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. People think there's no choice. It's just like, yeah, we put yeah. keys in the bowls, and it's like, uh, oh, I got to hang yeah. out with, with with John and John and Jane tonight. I really can't stand them. Yeah, no, it's yeah, definitely well, all about choice. Yeah, well, I've heard Bob's wife is. Pretty great. Yeah. So, yeah. Bob, Bob's yeah. wife goes off. She's all right. Yeah. <laughs> she's a siren. <laughs> yeah, she's a siren. Oh. So I guess what I'm super keen on is, is, is really getting to, I guess, the whole point for me is sort of reasoning with me about what it's like and how it sort of fulfills part of self and what would be like without it, you know, to deny it, you mm. know, to not explore it more and, I guess some of that that path to both of you. Mm. Well, I mean, definitely for me. So when I started, I was 21. Um, so quite young and quite fresh to just life in general. Um, yeah. And I think it's improved my confidence levels and just some of my mental um, feelings towards people in general and just being able to deal with situations um, mm-hmm. because I have the confidence and I also feel like I've got the support from the community because that's what the lifestyle is. It's a community that's a very supportive of pretty much anything and everything. It's like we're we're made out to be th- these dirty swingers, but I feel like my closest and my dearest friends are all swingers because they're all very understanding of everything that happens in my everyday life. And I think mm. that's made it an improvement on me as a person. Awesome. What about you? About you, Lawrence? <laughs> I'm trying to think, like... You are a bit... You've had a bit more experience than me. I'm just trying to, like, think of something that you didn't, you didn't say there. Well, I believe it's improved your ability to... But I think, like, the yeah, the question was, like, what would it be like without it, right? As, as sure. people. Yeah. Um, so... Very boring. I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, for, for us it would be boring, right? But... That's because we've accepted we that it. what we are. But I think there's a, I think, you know, this mm-hmm. is, you know, there's who knows how many people are out there who are probably interested in something like this. Actually, I don't yeah. think we know. Like <laughs> how much, how many uh, relationships or marriages or whatever end uh, due to infidelity? I think I read a study once as something around the 40% mark, right? It's either, yeah. it's yeah. either yeah. infidelity, infidelity or money or something like that, right? Mm. Um, mm. So it's a huge issue, like people wanting to explore sexual experience or connection with other people. Um, mm. And I think there's a, a rhetoric around finding the one, quote unquote, uh, where yeah. this one person is supposed to fulfill every single desire and fantasy you've ever had, which is unrealistic and really unfair on one person, right? You can't, one person has got their own baggage, has their own history and has their own life. Uh, you can share like most of it and be in common and have fundamental uh, similarities, but there are always, I think, always going to be differences and it's unrealistic to expect anything different. Uh, so not having that outlet for swinging or just even the ability to have connection or interactions, whether they be sexual or not with anyone else, 
is really would be really really challenging and i think is for a lot of people i think a lot of mm. people do feel suppressed whether they know it or not or whether they want to stigmatize it or not and and when that i guess the thing that comes up for me is that denying you know something because of our society saying you know don't do that this is this is wrong or this is too dirty or this is underground or whatever and then they just believe that so they go well i won't i won't do it and then therefore who am i and we lose that that sense of self that we don't even know what it could be once i start to explore it and how much more comfortable i can be within the world if i just express myself in the ways that mean are meaningful for me some people it's you know i need to make sure i'm playing soccer Mm-hmm. Other people, so I got to make sure I'm going out and expressing myself in in a way that connects with others in a deeper way. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of people just like you said, they just don't. They suppress it, and then they don't feel like they have the option. And maybe it manifests in weird ways or unhealthy mm-hmm. ways. Unhealthy yeah. is probably a better term for it because I feel like it's we get told yeah. how to live our lives and how you're meant to live your you know your white collared life and this is how you're meant to go and if mm. you like get out of that pathway then you're seen as something that's strange and unusual and nobody mm. ever likes to be that unusual person in the room. Yeah, it comes down to a question of nature versus nurture, right? How much of what we do is based in what we would naturally do versus what we've just been conditioned by society to think we mm-hmm. want to do mm-hmm. right and going against the grain for for the sake and for for the sort of triumph of self is you know it, it seems once you've stepped into it, it seems like a no-brainer that's like this is the way just yep. back yourself and go into what you believe but i guess it's that it's that leap of faith that sort of goes into it which i imagine all your first timers that are coming pissing them pants, freaking out, anxiety attacks, <laughs> walking in. I mean, the nerves are definitely felt from the front door. So, um, I mean, I, I, I remember my first time I was shaking in my boots. I was petrified and I was super grateful to have Lawrence by my side for it because I think I would have just been like, yeah, no, I'm out. Like, I just can't do this. Like, took me a couple of tequila, was it tequila shots or something? I don't know. I downed a few shots and I was like, okay, we've got this. Yeah. We can do this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess the... The tequila confidence became unnecessary because the confidence in itself just naturally built by putting yourself in this Oh, space, exactly. Right? And I think also once I, I felt the nervous energy from the other couple as well, mm. I didn't feel so out of place. Um, and I didn't think I was doing something that wasn't suited towards me. Yeah. I love that. Because what keeps coming up for me whenever I – listen to your podcast or when I go, maybe I should jump into this boat and just try it. You know, I think about it and then I go, Oh gosh. But the thing that I'm always like, sounds pretty liberating. This is a whole new level of freedom that I, you know, people could be jumping into. Like, is that, is that the vibe? Is that the feeling when people are leaving? I think so. I think that's the majority of the people who, like you said, when they're leaving the club after their first time is the, the difference between their their attitude and, I guess, uh, p- personality even is night and day, right? When mm. they first walk in, they're like, hi, 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 mm. it's, it's, it's it's John and Jane. We have a ticket. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, yeah. so let's, let's go through slowly, la, la, la. They're leaving. 
That was the best night. Oh, my God. It was so good. We're coming back. We'll see you next week. Yeah. We did yeah. get quite a few people, like, messaging us back the next day, like, expressing their gratitude towards the situation and just having an environment like this. Um, yeah. and I think it helps yeah. as well because it's – newbies are the, the hardest people to capture in because that nervous energy is so hard to tell people it'll be fine. Like, it's something within yourself you have to um, – basically conquer you can't do that by yourself um what well, mm. did you do that with someone else sorry um so i think it's great to have like the newbies come in and then also leave with big smiles on their faces yeah and, and shaggy I, hair i think with the liberation yeah. also comes is baked into that is the safety that people feel so they feel safe to let go mm. yeah amazing uh, that's so good and especially for women um so when we have you know obviously most of our clients uh couples but we also have single women come to the club um, and Jess and I from the outset of starting this said this has to appeal to women mm. um, it can't be a club by men for men it's got to be a club by 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 a couple with a strong female to, to cater for say by women yeah, I was going to say yeah. by women. Yeah. Like, yeah. Strong um, allies. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And No, but yeah, we discussed that if a female feels comfortable in an environment, then they will both feel comfortable because a female is the guiding um, guiding lead to most of sexual activities that happen in the club. Like it's, I find a lot more women are more adventurous. Okay. So I think once they feel more confident in themselves, then they're more likely to have a smoother night. Yeah. I don't know if you, if one of not our latest episode or maybe the episode before where I talked about um, oh, the, lady. The, the lady who just uh, came up to my friend and I when we were just playing pool one day. Yeah, when you were playing pool. I, yeah. did, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tell me. Tell yeah, me. and that was like, like I said, like the story on surface level is, is great and like it's kind of like, oh yeah, like we're, we got hit on by a sexy woman. But like <laughs> the, under, the actual message underneath that is like she felt comfortable and safe that she wasn't going to get um, one harassed Yep. By by anyone mm. too that she could she, she doesn't get slut shamed. she wasn't get slut shamed it was just simply this is what I want um, offering it whether it's a yes or a no it does it's it doesn't matter in the end like it's like I can either have fun or it's a it's a polite no kind of thing yeah either way I'm yeah. happy with that so that's that's like to me that was very indicative of like the environment that we try and foster for for people and especially for women to feel comfortable doing those sort of things. Which and is that's, where the, like, that's where the wow. change happens at the end of the evening where they're like, I could just, like, I don't feel different. I'm, sorry, I don't feel, like, shamed or disgusted. It's just I feel great and I'm, I'm happy that this, this was available to me. So it decreases shame, increases, you know, positivity and, I guess, feelings of freedom like how incredible i love that the feedback that you guys get isn't yeah the best sex of my life you know <laughs> wow 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 blah, blah blah it's like i felt safe the environment was so welcoming i found my community like all that feedback is is so 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 great to hear and that's that that that's what people are getting from it and that's what they're connecting to overall yeah and then everything sort of is a bonus you know, whatever, how they get their needs met after that is all Like how many orgasms is a bonus? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, you know. <laughs> Coming, wanting safety, they leave with safety and XXX. <laughs> how many times they come, right, yeah. Jess? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a counter. We are on the morning show earlier this week, live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. And then Jess made this very... <laughs> 
uh, oh. suggestive innuendo about how many how much people have fun is relative to how many times they come. And she just left it hanging like that. And Larry and Carly. Larry would, left it hanging too. Like, uh, uh, you mean come to the club in a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> whatever it was. Whatever they said. They tried to save it. It was like, oh. It was you. great because then Larry's face just showed that it was not had nothing to do with that. It was all about coming. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you know what? That's another thing. It's like people feel uncomfortable in how comfortable you guys are. Yeah. Like you know, they're like, Whoa, <laughs> Just said, come on national TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parents well, would be I mean, proud. <laughs> good on you. I think that's so cool. I was wondering, I was like, okay, they know how to keep it tame if they're going on nine, but maybe he does don't. <laughs> Clearly the coffee hit too hard. But, you know, like it, um, we get we get real data, like by looking at our website traffic, po- podcast traffic. So the next day when we logged on and all the results come back in, it's just like there was a huge spike in, in our in uh, yeah. the podcasted website traffic. So the people are out there. So amazing. And you're giving people this message, you know, thank God it's no longer L&J and it's Lawrence and Jess sort of <laughs> representing something like this, which for me just sounds like here's a ticket for you to potentially express yourself a little bit more and find out who you are and start to feel a little bit better in yourself because you're not blocking, because you're not mm-hmm. denying. Like that for me is is incredible. And I think that what you guys are doing is we, everyone needs a niche to be able to figure out how they find themselves. And this is, this is a beautiful way to get it in that way. So yeah, Thank you. see you guys. So good. Thank you. But yeah, I guess the, the amazing part of us, us in the, coming together, I guess, is talking about, you know, the connection and then how we kind of rock up in relationships. But I can imagine there, they're being, I mean, cause we look at our histories, look at our trauma, we look at everything that we kind of come to and show up with, um, can be quite challenging. And, and it's, it's awesome to hear that there, there's a lot of reduction in shame. Yeah. Um, what, so I'm sure mean? I could speak to some of this stuff. What does that but, mean exactly? So I'm not reduction in shame. So like you, if you yeah. always think like, I'm not good enough and I'm not sexy and I'm, I'm fat, I'm ugly. Oh, and then, okay. And then, in a way to, like it kind of like club V is liberating uh, all females that all identifying females, right? Females and identify yeah. like we don't discriminate towards any body types, any shaping. So you mean like uh, people self-diminishing thoughts kind of thing? Yeah. That, yeah. Because, yeah, I guess their relationship with, with themselves, I imagine you'd find like a, a few of your, your clients or people that are coming through and buying tickets, you know, that do you see, do you see a lot of that people that are kind of are struggling within themselves or, or are struggling relationship? Yeah, we do. We see that a bit. I, I think, I mean, the most obvious thing we can see is uh, body shame. Yeah. I, I find uh, a lot of women, especially before purchasing tickets, whether they're a single or as a couple, um, they will message um, prior to purchasing the ticket to ask if it's acceptable. Um, and my generic answer, or I guess my answer to always go back to them is um, everything and anything is acceptable in OSS as long as your um, vibe and your attitude is positive because they're the main things we're looking for. We're not looking... Um, of you know perfect body shapes because there's no perfect body shape we're just looking to make sure that everyone is safe and everyone's having a a positive and um a new experience Mm. Mm. that's so good and 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 for you guys um i mean kind of back to that infidelity thing that you said lawrence you know that that is why a lot of relationships break down and I imagine trust is really important for the couples that come in or for yourselves when you were together and swinging. Like how did, 
what, what does trust mean to you guys when you look at that and, and, and the swingers club and the community? I find trust is being able to have that conversation, whether it's going to be hard or easy um, and mm. having that faith in each other that, you know, when you've set rules or boundaries, they're not going to be broken. And if anything does happen, you're able to have that conversation and work through it. Um, it's putting that um, understanding that you're, you've got a part of that person that's very precious to them and you're going to nurture it as much as you can. Um, like Lauren said before as well, we can't always fulfill everyone's needs. So there will be those times when we do seek out other people. But it's obviously having that conversation and that um, discussion mm. prior to ensure that that trust is still there. Yeah, it's a lot of openness. Yeah. yeah. I think trust is, um, I've only heard this phrase kind of recently, but it kind of encapsulated for me, trust is built through ongoing and constant communication. I yeah. Remember that. So you... Did you get that from a quote? No, I, I can't. Think I, I was going to say, I think I saw that online. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows where I get anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, but more so it's sort of that that's how trust is built. And like, even if like, so things are going well or things go wrong, but at least you're still talking. Yeah. Um, and that means, and you, you have that sort of connection there that at it, le- you're trusting. Well, because no matter how bad it gets, if you guys are entrusting in each other you guys should be able to work through it um because not every conversation is a good conversation but not every mm, conversation is mm. a bad conversation it's just a conversation between adults and um mm. i think trust and just being responsible for your own feelings as well helps build that trust between the two of you super functional <laughs> hard to do yes. but 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 incredible i think that again, you know, it's kind of just like swipes down this stereotype that, you know, whatever, having multiple partners or doing sexual acts or whatever is, is, mm. is this thing, but it's, 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 it's not, it's trusting, it's, it's communicating, it's being open, willing, honest, all that stuff that is what builds and creates what someone would say a good relationship. And, mm. and that's still happening with all the parameters of how you guys want to live your life, which is, doing so much better than most people in relationship. I do find it is very, um, it's very liberating. I know Lawrence and a few of our friends have said this quote before that swinging's a lifestyle that if there's cracks in your relationship, it'll just magnify it. But if it's already built on a great solid base, it just makes it even better. Yeah. Swinging is a magnifying glass. So it'll magnify the weaknesses and it'll magnify the strengths. Yeah. Which I really love love about it. Yeah. It's just, it's so... It's so nice to see that just because you've added something to your life, it's not subtracting from anything else you've got. Ooh. That's probably my little snippet right there. That sounds so you got your good. Sound bite? <laughs> your Vox Pop ready to rock? Vox Pop. Yeah. Vox Pop, yeah. I don't do the podcasting stuff. Oh, this is great. Thanks. So I guess... Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy to sort of ebb and flow with you guys as yeah. well. If you, if you had some things that pass the ball over, <laughs> well, yeah, we did write yeah. down some stuff actually that we were curious to ask. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. our questions are more like so. You, you know, we've heard our talk, and I think you said this at the beginning. It's just like our our podcast is more anecdotal based and uh, and the rest of it. So same goes with our advice, right? So we talk about advice and experience, and there's like, it might be anecdotal or just uh through uh lived experience but um which i find we is had the best experience yeah 
But again, it's it, it is you, right? So it might be different for others. So we wanted to ask you questions as a as a counselor, as a psychotherapist. <laughs> what you might have advice for for people in a relationship or considering getting into this kind of swinging or open relationship. Um, so yeah. we'll fire away. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one we get a lot, and we got we get this question, I think, by almost anyone who's considering I mean, going into this lifestyle. Uh, and we got it on. The, we got it on TV. On TV on like, Tuesday, like, we get it every like every single time we get asked this question. We always have a generic response because we've just come up with one baseline of what to say. And without further sure. ado, the <laughs> question is: Do you get jealous, and how do you deal with it? Yeah, and this is in relation to, I guess, so seeing I'll, just in general, or or yeah, when I, it's particularly I, I think in, uh, more suited, more specifically to sexual experiences with others. So we say this as this is our sort of our our canned response is Good. yes, you get jealous because that's it's a natural kind of emotion. You can't help sometimes that you feel this way. the The difference is though uh, for a lot of swingers or people in the open lifestyle, is there a way to manage it and deal with it and express it to either their partner or the situation they're in. So yeah. I guess that leads... How do I add on that brilliance is, is your well, question. It, well, it's fairly like, open, right? It's like, it's up to you to how to manage yeah. it. But like, well, how? <laughs> so do yeah. you have any yeah. tips and tricks to like, so people to how to rationalize this? Uh, Ways to combat jealousy, especially when they're, they've already got so many things going on through their mind. Like they're nervous, they've um, excited. And then jealousy is obviously the kind of harsher version of emotion. So mm. when it comes mm-hmm. out, it's not something people want to have to think about dealing with. What's your best way to combat it? Mm-hmm. Awesome question. I really like the way that you guys have sort of answered it because I think it is, and we probably just touched on it. There's a scaffold and foundation that I think is really important. And that comes down to having an understanding of what trust is when we, when we sort of enter a relationship, which we just beautifully, I think you guys nailed in, in what trust can look like. Um, but really like if you don't know what it is and you think it's something else is, is both trust and how we feel about ourselves kind of, overlap and go in together so essentially if we if we hold on to stuff because we're we're not willing to communicate like we were talking about willing open honesty um sharing not letting things hide when we don't talk about our shit or our emotions or our sort of toxic levels of jealousy when they just think they build into resentment Mm. And, and then that comes out in, in, in ugly ways at times uh, or ways that we don't really want them to come out. Mm. So the more, we, the more we hold on to things, the more it's just going to spill out sideways, really. Right. So really sitting with and going, how do I know that I feel this way? Is there something that gives me sort of evidence for this? And then looking at, is this more about me and what, what I'm sort of been going through or, or my history in my relationships or the history in the one that I'm currently in, or is it, is it, is, have they stepped over a line that I've hopefully drawn in the sand in terms of my boundaries? Yeah. So I guess adding on to that, if you don't have lines in the sand, you don't have bottom lines for each other mm. and you don't have any boundaries because 
One, you might not have never been taught them. Two, you might not have ever been in safe enough relationships that like you guys were talking about in terms of trust is really all of that comes back to boundaries. Mm. We have to be able to know what what's enough, what, what I think, feel and do. And when that becomes too erratic that I need to get it off my chest, I need it to share with someone that I care about. Yeah. Or the other way around is when I need to bring it up because of the way that somebody else is impacting me, which really is I'm saving someone from my shit and I'm protecting myself when I need to as well. Yeah. And without that, we, we kind of keep going to keep coming back. And then we, we create in this like this fake reality that, yeah, yeah, we're okay. We're all good with the different sexualities. And I think, you know, a lot of people identify as that. Oh, I was just swinging or I was just in this open relationship and it was all good, especially early dating. It's like, yeah, I'm fine with him dating lots of other people. We don't know enough about each other. They don't. A lot of them might be really deeply impacted by it. And holding on to that stuff essentially is only going to create pain. It's only going to create this ability to doubt ourselves and not feel that great in ourselves. How's that? That was great. I, I was going to say I have, I have some follow-up questions to what you just said. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so this go. It's more of a comment, though. You, you talked about uh, drawing lines in the sand and setting boundaries. Uh, this is something we talk to newbies about. Actually, Jess and I have just started doing talks uh, on our newbie nights. So we invite people yeah. to come in as early as possible to the club. And about halfway, uh, 30 minutes into the okay. night, Jess and I um, get everyone together into one mm-hmm. group and we get up and give them a, basically an intro, swinging, Swingers Clubs 101, like set, you're setting, setting yourself up for success. Um and we talk about yeah. in part of the topics is like you need to discuss between yourselves and be set on your rules and boundaries before going into a situation live or hot. You don't want to be going all of a sudden the pants are coming off and someone's rolling on economy going, hang on, we haven't discussed this. What are we going to do? Um, True. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm basically just saying there to you is like it's great to hear that like jealousy can stem from a lack of setting boundaries so you need to have that conversation as early yeah. as possible and as i guess often as possible keep re- redoing it yeah um and maybe it changes it. maybe someone wants to and it does it maybe does wants to someone in, uh, go up a level come down and you need to negotiate whatever well, it's definitely like throughout our relationship our rules and boundaries change yeah by the by but the time like we were Six years into our relationship compared to one year in, oh, they were like, so it different. was so different. But we, we still continue to talk about what our boundaries were going to be every play session we had, even up until like the eight years. Yeah, yeah. There were always conversations that needed to be had. Yeah. And then, and that's the key, right? It, you say it has to be had and people find it difficult to have them. Mm. So that's the other part is really setting an internal boundary. People, I would say it's easier to set boundaries actually all boundaries are difficult because it produces and evokes feeling, but the putting a boundary out there for someone is, is more what we think about in terms of boundaries, but putting internal boundaries. So, you know, when I do this to myself, this is what happens for me. And this makes me feel this. Yeah. So how long am I going to keep this on my shoulders? Keep this like, you know, ticking away at my heart that's where you need to look at it, you know, looking internally and go, how long am I going to stay or hold yep. jealousy within my system? How long am I going to be able to not talk about something? It's just going to keep making me more and more hurt. And then my behavior is, is shit house. Yeah. Yeah. 
And my second question to all, to all what you said is that was really long and comprehensive, which is great. Um, what <laughs> I'm going to throw a sort of a scenario at you. What would you say to someone who is at the club there? Say it's me and I'm seeing Jess starting to play with another, another man and it's making me feel <laughs> like I'm, wait, I'm not happy I've with this. I that feeling, like that noise from you. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, that's now weird. everything you said there was great, but that mm. takes a lot of brain power to go through step by step in those conversations. In the moment, what would you, if you could snap, pause time, and then you could, you, Jackson, could jump in and just like coach someone through a very quick, this is what you've got to do right now. <laughs> I'm really putting you on the spot, I'm sorry. What no, would you, what okay. would you say okay. to them to help them get through that moment then and there? in the club and imagining with people around them, it's a, it's a yeah, party yeah, yeah. setting. So you just said it, you were like, if you could stop and come in and say something to them, mm. what would you say? Is this, is you stop and pause and reflect like in that moment, if we're too much in our jealousy and we're too much in our uncomfortability and something's happened inside us, then what happens is our logical, like you were saying, you know, my comprehensive answer, that's gone we go offline. Like if this is our, oh yeah, it's a video in your audio. I won't do that. But the, if, if our brain kind of goes offline, we stop thinking. And our logical, our and our, yeah. Yeah. And we go straight to this emotion brain. So if we're running only from our emotion brain, which is <gasps> whatever the noise that was yeah. that you made low, um, <laughs> thought, thoughts out the window, thoughts mm. left at the door. Right. You know, I'm running on fight and flight right now. Do yeah. I go up and, punch this naked <laughs> like, so, you know, what am I going to do? Please so don't think, do that in the club. Don't punch anyone. Yeah, yeah. We've never had anyone have a fight. No, I'm just saying, but yeah. No, yeah. People yeah, just get, sorry. I think people get too scared. Like the fight or flight is a great response because that's what 90% of people do is because they freak out. And when somebody freaks out, their automatic response is to flight because, you know, it's the safest option. They leave, they're done, they're out. Less likely are people going to have that fight in them. Um, and sometimes when that fight is there, it's not so positive because their brain's in a negative space. So it's a negative fight. Exactly. So bringing, bringing we, what we're trying to do is bring us our functional self back online. Mm-hmm. So if we stop and go, what's going on for me? Mm-hmm. How do I, how do I sort of identify what it is? Yep. It's, you know, it's pain, fear, jealousy, anger, you know, mm. if I can reflect on it and then break it down and then sort of go, okay, the more I slow myself down, I'm good. So stop, rep- pause and then reflect allows us to bring ourselves back online yep. and by doing to how to do that essentially is go and, go and take a minute, you know, mm. breathe, calm down in the ways that work for you. There's probably lots of sensory stuff in your club that's going to help. So music, you know, maybe there's quiet areas, have a drink, do what you need to do that kind of brings you back into your body and present, which is ultimately, you know, probably the best part about swinging is being able to stay present and connecting with other people. So as mm-hmm. soon as you're gone, you, you're not going to enjoy yourself. So yeah. do what you need to do to bring yourself back down. Would you recommend? So that sounds like mostly excusing yourself from the situation. Would you recommend asking your partner, whoever it is, to stop what they're doing? Or is it kind of a a situation, uh, a matter of it's already happened, so 
it's too late or is it going to be a compounding oh. effect? Like if you go, right, I'm just going to go downstairs oh. and catch my thoughts, but you know in the back of your mind that whatever triggered you is actually still going on and it might be continuing no matter how hard mm. you're trying to get out of the loop of just being in your yeah. emotional brain. It's still, it's going to, as soon as you start to level, get the level up, like you think about it and you, you go straight back down again. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, negative, negative loop happens all the time and we're human we're perfectly imperfect and this is gonna happen all the time like it's just just the way the way that it is so i guess after that reflection and you've, you've thought about it okay this is still there then it, you've assessed it the idea about it is what um, what meaning have i assigned it because really no one can make us feel anything unless they're being violent um, abusive or anything we assign a meaning to any event stimulus or thing that happens and we go when i see this this is what happens to me so any perception that you're having about it is probably more about you so we go what is it how to identify it and then go this is really strong I'm actually not going to get past this. So I've tried to work through it myself and calm myself and ground myself. But now I go, I need to, I need to address it. And that might be because I didn't set a boundary Mm -hmm. that, that, that this, that you couldn't have gone over to this area or whatever it might be. And you have to agree on that. And obviously Mm -hmm. it has to be really, really justified in that trust, but things are going to make us feel uncomfortable. And again, it's about, talking about it and if it's really something that you feel strongly about and you have a good relationship with your partner you might be annoyed at you yep. um but coming about it in a way i'm trying to tell you information because i care about you yeah. sure on the note of communicating because we've talked a lot about communication when it becomes negative do you believe you should also be communicating those big highs that you have like those moments where it's just like it was so liberating and amazing like should those also equally be communicated to continue the relationship like to keep Absolutely. to benefit the relationship i guess that's a better word so you know i talk about this a lot with my clients and i think that this is this is literally a message for anybody um and the idea around it is when we go and do something that we really really enjoy we get the benefit of it so when we go to a swingers club, for example, we get the benefit, all the endorphins, all the natural highs of it all, and then the connection and, and the liberation and the safety and, and the community and the, the group and bonding and tribes. They're all amazing things. What emphasizes when we do self-care or when we do things that sort of evoke those feelings, when we emphasize and sort of embody it and say it whilst doing it, I guess, or what I'm about to do is for me right? That thing I'm about to walk into is for me, it's because I love myself it's because I'm doing this because I want to, you know, express who I am or then we'll get even more benefit from it. So definitely when we're feeling those highs and we're feeling these good vibrations, essentially of energy that are happening when we, when we have this massive release is name it, share it, you know, this is part of the community, right? So we want to be able to really talk highly of what, what's really positive in, in is going for us because it'll actually, the benefit will be, I'll believe it. Mm. You know, it will have a long lasting effect rather than, Oh, I got to go back and get that feeling. It's more like just the thought of that was when I was doing things because I wanted to, you know, feel free, feel comfortable in myself. Yeah. So do it all the time. Love it. So if you're like having a, as a couple, a prolonged tie, right? You've gone to the club one week and maybe you've met a couple, like, and then we're talking like weeks and months of like really good connection and energy. Is there mm. value or 
as higher importance as having those difficult conversations, like about um, things that like could go wrong, might go wrong, or is it is it better just to just sort of ride the wave of highness and address it if only things go wrong? Does that make sense? Like, is it yeah, is it kind of yeah. a downer to like start talking about negative things when you're on such a such a good good in a good space? Yeah, and I guess that comes down to where you're at with your partner um, and what what happens when you talk about negative stuff. But like we were saying, if we're if we're aiming towards, and I think it's so important in in this community, um, but in any really is is to be able to say difficult things. I think as Jess was saying before, in a way that still has that carries because they care about you is why we're talking about it. Mm. And, and I think that that is really important. But what what you guys are doing when you do the little intro thing is you're mirroring these are the boundaries. Like these are the ways we keep it safe. So when people come in here that and get that perspective, they go, we need to do, we need to take some notes of the way that you guys set us up with. And so then the next time we actually do our own little brief with each other mm. and that, and that will talk about preparing, you know, looking at what, what might be, what, what, what the upcoming event will bring and, and how do we, how do we keep our high? Yep. How do we manage our, our lows? What do we need to look out for? Yep. So highs, highs come and go, right? Yep. That, that's, that's life. Emotions can't stay in us for, for a long period of time. They're always going to ebb and flow. So again, when we come about it with just humility and an ability to just, share what our reality is about certain things negative or positive it's it's about how we deliver it how we express it yep i like that cool the the, the difficult conversation might not necessarily be difficult it's just a conversation of preparation for your next outing i suppose is what what i got from that as well yeah yeah well we're just sitting down and going how good was that how do we recreate it yeah um was there any touchy touchy parts or is there anything that we we didn't discuss last time that's important now yeah mm. um because i think i think one of you said it before we, we we're gonna change how we feel you know we might just be we put on 10 kilos and we haven't been for two months mm. we might completely change how we start to feel about ourselves but we haven't identified that or communicated that to our partner then mm. we then that partner is blind they can't read your mind they're going to walk in thinking you've got the same sense of self and the same confidence and the same ability to be with your, with, with each other and, and, you, and the way you show up. So they, they walk in and then they're blindsided when you didn't discuss it. Yep. I like it. That's we had another question about like, but I think we've covered it. No, I covered it. No, the, Which one? how to like best ways to have the difficult conversation. Like, oh, like what methods? Like me- methodology. Maybe we haven't broken it down into like is there a a most helpful way to actually like say right this pissed me off that upset me this made me jealous what's a good structure for the conversation Mm. so if I was angry at you guys and I said when you I don't know when you were late to our podcast episode, not, you weren't late. <laughs> this is an example. When you guys are late and you do this and, and this is what's happening, this makes me feel blah, 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 and I'm pointing and pointing and pointing in your face, mm. immediately we're going to defend ourselves. We're going to go, ooh, I don't know what. It might be true or not true. 
But if you start accusing me with truth or not truth, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to get up. You yeah. know, I'm going to be touchy and feely. So we change the whole thing. It's instead of the use, it's about eyes. When I notice, when I experienced, when I saw X, so there's no judgment in there. There's nothing really to it. And it can't, be making excuses or justifying because that sort of diminishes ourselves and, and really excuses what we're trying to get across. So just the, mm. just the simple data of whatever is going on for the person, mm. what I thought about me. So again, I'm not pointing at you. What I thought about me was I'm invisible, mm-hmm. let's say, okay. um, or I don't matter. And that thought is what creates my feelings, not what you do creates my feelings. It's what I assign to the original thing that's happened. You were, you being late to the podcast, mm-hmm. I assign some sort of meaning. I, I couldn't care less, but I, a lot of times I might care. So when I take, decide to care that what I make up is this, mm-hmm. that I'm invisible and how I feel because I feel, because I think I'm invisible. I feel pain, angry. Yeah. That's yeah. how we communicate yeah. best. Keep yeah. it in the eye. Because it diffuses people. If I was to say that to you instead of you, 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 like it's it's hard to fight me on that. Yeah, it's yeah. your own personal feel. You're wrong. You don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. No, nope, I'm out. Yeah. And you got to feel safe enough to be able to do that. Don't be like like we were saying before. If I'm offline and my thinking brain's not working, I'm just stuck stuck in my emotions. That conversation is not gonna land. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to help me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it's so accessible. And, and Don't look at me like something. that, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both like taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the, that was well, cool. Cool. Thank you yeah. for answering those questions. Um, I think they're helpful when it, you hear it from somebody else and somebody who's qualified as well because – like we say it all the time, but it, it doesn't mean people listen to it. Like I know people tell me different things. So then it sticks because A told me instead of B telling me. Um, so I think it'll help a few new, fresh, scared people to understand a bit more. 100%. And, and, and you know, the whole reason I wanted to connect with you guys is because how we feel about ourselves and how we measure that is so dependent on what we, what we bring to the table you know so if we have misconceptions about what it is that i'm supposed to be and, ha- and what sort of measures i put in place to show up if that's all out of whack and it's all about status and how i look and what i what i bring to society you know mm. they're not as fulfilling so we need to look at well, what fills me up and what deflates me and then how do i go back to do that for me I think a lot of people are going to be struggling with that when they're starting to figure out who they are. Mm. And, and in this realm, you, you're going to have a lot of people like that. So I think it's, it's awesome. I mean, you probably get questions all the time and I think flick them over, but I mean, we can do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think answering them is the way that, that at least lands for some people that are, are curious would be really helpful. Yeah, definitely. I think this, this episode is definitely going to be helpful for a lot of our listeners. Hopefully yeah. it's uh, helpful and shine some light onto the weird and wonderful world that Jess and I uh, are involved in. Yes. For your listeners. Yeah. yeah, it definitely will shine a light because this is what it's all about is really getting people to think 
and and bring up ideas and and change their perspective and have a good time really and yep. it's shining light in the fact but you guys are in your little dark club <laughs> at the moment which is super <laughs> cool. I know, this is probably like the lightest area that we have currently too so um yeah good i'm i'm keen to come through <laughs> terrified terrified to come Where, through but you based keen. jackson i live i live in um in like near North Sydney, so in the Cromwell. Oh right, right, right. Uh, I was just, I, I was making sure, I was just, I wasn't sure if you were actually in Sydney. No, I'm Sydney. Yeah, okay, Sydney. Cool. Okay. So you guys are out at Annandale. Annandale, yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So where where can people go to find you if they want to find you? Uh, so they can search for all of us. Uh, so you can search for us on social media uh, at our secret spot or one word on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. They can give us a call or send us a text message, 0478-131-769, or head to our website, oursecretspot.com.au. And we're awesome. pretty active on all of it. Yes. Yeah, you guys are. Well, hopefully you get some um, some curious curious beans <laughs> coming through. Yeah. And what um, about you, Jackson? Where do people find you? Um, thanks. Yeah. So uh, Fine Reason Therapy is is my my business and uh, my counseling place of things and uh you can find lots of stuff so there's my reason with me podcast and then there's lots of blogs and videos on my instagram which is just fine reason therapy and then my website which is fine reason au. and yeah email me ask me questions hit me up um super super keen to keep getting involved in any community that i can yeah Come check out the club. Send us a message. Well, I will. Uh, if you don't hear from me, you have to hold me accountable. <laughs> oh, awesome. gosh. Okay. We'll right. see. I'm getting gay hot. I'm going <laughs> to wrap it up. Yeah. I will stop recording there. <laughs> Thanks, mate. There we go. We're back. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for listening to probably one of our longest guests speaking. No, it wasn't our longest. It's like an hour. Yeah, Ray and Jackie were on an hour, so this was just a bit shorter than an hour. But wow. we hope you enjoyed that. We hope you got something out of it, whether you're new to uh, swinging, contemplating it, or you're a seasoned veteran. We hope there was something for everyone. We we certainly, I think, sometimes it's nice just to have those conversations to like even just flesh out like sometimes your inner thoughts that you haven't vocalised and made it in concrete. Do you ever get like that? Yeah, I also find it's good to hear a second opinion, especially from somebody who's not a part of the lifestyle. Because we all know what to say in the lifestyle, but what do the normies say? Yeah, and someone who has uh, professional training in, yes. <laughs> in counselling and psychotherapy. That helps too. <laughs> uh, um, but now it's Lawrence's favourite time of the day. Yeah, we still haven't forgotten. Even though we've done a different, uh, we had to record it via Zoom, we're still going to be doing our bribery. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get in trouble for this. No, <laughs> it's totally fine. It's totally legit. It's okay. Alf, uh, so what we're asking uh, you lovely listeners to do is please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Hey, if you want to give us five stars on anywhere else, like uh, Spotify, that's great too. Uh, it's just I don't think Spotify doesn't allow you to write a review, which is... Uh, it just allows you to do the stars. Yeah, so it's five stars. And there is a bunch of you that have given us five stars on Spotify, so thank you for that. But for this competition, prize, whatever you want to call it, uh, we're asking for five stars and a nice review on iTunes. So, and if we read out your uh, review on the show, yes, we will give you a free entry to the club on a night of your choice, pending availability. 
<laughs> so this week's um, lucky winner is Ajla, A J L A R, Ajla. Show me. Ajla. Yeah. I, I, if I if I'm incorrect, please correct me. Um, <laughs> I'm not the greatest at pronouncing words, like screen names, and sort of like oh. yeah, sometimes screen names can be hard. I'm I'm not great with words in general. Um, so this one is insightful, interesting, and best of all, fun. Yay! Um, <laughs> so this lovely reviewer said, "Love the energy that Jess and Lawrence brings to the podcast. Their banter, um, they banter well with each other. See, can't say words." They banter well with each other, making us feel at ease and at the same time answered heaps of questions that we have all about the lifestyle. Can't wait for the next episode. Not me. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't beep, I promise. Uh, Not sure if you guys can actually hear that through the podcast, but somebody beeped almost, and for once it wasn't me. They almost certainly can. Um, <laughs> that was totally me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but thank you so much for that um, beautiful review that surprisingly worked really well with this current episode yeah. about answering lots of questions. <laughs> so, Ajla, Alja? Alja. Was it A-L-J-A-R? Yeah, like okay. A-L-J-A. Alja. Alja. Okay. I, I, I must mean when I say it, I just make it sound funny. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, please get in touch with us at info at our secret spot. Uh, .com.au. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Lawrence is losing his words today. Um, um, but yeah, send us through a screenshot of you creating the um, actual comment itself. You can just go into the back end and just take a screenshot of that and that proves enough that it's you. Yeah. Awesome. And we hope to welcome you at the club very soon. Yes, and if you guys missed how to find or reach us, um, you can find us on all social media platforms at Our Secret Spot. Not all of them. We're only on three. Yeah, Instagram. all the good ones, the, obviously. We're not on TikTok and we're not on Snapchat. Uh, no, we're not. We were on Snapchat at once, but I feel too old to use it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I feel too old to use um, TikTok. Yeah. So, you Maybe know. we should get on board or we got to hire someone who knows how uh, to do this we stuff. We can find some. Or we can get staff to do that. That's the staff's job. Yeah. Um, and if not, um, send us through an email or contact us um, through our website um, at oursecretspot.com.au. Um, or you can give us a call or text to 0478-131-769. Yay. Awesome. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we hope you join us on our next episode. Remember, we uh, release every other Wednesday. So we'll see you then. Bye, Thanks, guys. guys. Bye.